Once again, you're listening to the May-June podcast edition of Alberta Doctors Digest, and I'm your host and editor-in-chief of Alberta Doctors Digest, Marvin Polis. And now it's time for one of our regular columns, this time the web-footed MD. And with me over the phone line is Dr. Barry McComb. This time, Barry's story is about Windows 8 and about the start screen and how it will get you, well, started. Now, Barry, I'm a Mac user normally, so I'm probably a good student for you on this. Tell me about the start screen. Well, the start screen is quite a bit like some of the features that have been available on the Macs for some time. They're just now getting into the PC world. In this particular issue, the article is about how the start screen has replaced the older start button and the start menu. I've also just seen a news report in the last couple of days that there's been a lot of complaint from users, and they may be putting back the old start button, but I haven't heard of that for sure yet. Okay, well, how does this new start screen work? Well, it works by filling the entire display screen as soon as you have logged into your computer, and it's filled with tiles, and each are what we used to call icons. And when the computer is connected to the Internet, some of these tiles display constantly updated information, such as the news or local weather. Others provide links to application programs that are now called apps, and the new overall, the new format is most useful on newer computers that have touch screens. Okay, so what about the start key? Is there a start key? Yes, the start key is available on the keyboard. It's the one with the little Windows logo on it that has four squares. It's usually in the lower row on your keyboard. And tell me about navigation. The start screen is wider than most display screens can show all at once. You can use the left and right arrow keys to scroll the display. Another way to do it is to use the scroll wheel on your mouse if you have one available. Now, is this a screen or navigation thing that you can actually personalize? Yes, you can change it by moving around the different tiles so that the ones that you use the most often, you can place where they're the most visible. And there are some of the apps that are not actually listed on the screen initially. You can personalize the start screen by clicking and dragging on an application tile to move it to a new location. And this allows you to place frequently used applications in a convenient spot. How do you actually go about finding your apps, and how do you deal with unwanted applications? Some of the apps are automatically shown on the start screen, but there are other apps available that are not listed there that you may find quite useful. To see a list of these, you can right-click on a blank area of the start screen and then click on the tiny All Apps icon in the lower right corner of the display screen. To add a new app to the start screen, click on its icon in this All Apps list and then select Pin to Start from the options that appear in the lower left of that particular display. And then what if you have some apps on your screen that you don't actually want there? If you wish to get rid of these, if they're of no immediate use, you can remove them by right-clicking on the apps tile and then selecting the Unpin from the Start option in the menu in the lower left. When you use an app, Some of the applications take up the entire display screen and do not show the usual X icon that used to be available to close them. They remain open even after you return to the start screen. Having a large number of open applications can slow down the computer's performance, so you should periodically close these that are not needed. You can scroll through all the open applications by holding down the start key and pressing the tab key at the same time. And uh, other currently opened apps, how do you deal with these? If you move your mouse pointer to the lower left of the display, a start screen icon will appear down in the extreme lower left corner. If you click on this, you can return to the start screen, 
or if you use your mouse pointer and scroll up just a little bit above this particular icon, you will then see a display of all the currently open apps. You can then close an app in this list by right-clicking and selecting the Close option. Barry, call me old school if you want, but uh, I still think in terms of the desktop. So tell me, how do I find that? The desktop on a PC still exists and is actually displayed by clicking on a tile that's displayed on the start screen. It's one of the larger tiles. Once you've clicked on this, the desktop is very similar to the older versions of Windows. It displays icons for your major application programs such as Microsoft Word or Excel and others. It has a taskbar at the bottom, and in this taskbar there is an icon for Internet Explorer. One thing that's worth mentioning is that this is the full version of Internet Explorer, and it has more features than the simple version available from a tile on the start screen. Great. Okay, thanks for that. And something that we talked about last time in the last edition of Alberta Doctors Digest is the charms bar. What else did you want to say here? Well, just I repeated it in this article because it is an important tool. It's a toolbar which provides access to the computer's basic settings. The easiest way to open it is to hold down the Start button and then press the letter C on the keyboard. There are also other ways to display it if you wish. One important thing is that this is where you have to go to turn your computer off. If you open the Charms bar, select Settings, and then Power, and then Shut Down. I haven't quite figured out why they make you do all these extra steps to do this, maybe because people leave their computers on more now. I see. Okay, so what's the bottom line? What's your recommendation with respect to Windows 8? The big thing is that it is a new experience for users, particularly those of us that upgraded from very old versions of Windows. So you need to invest some time and effort into learning how to use it effectively. Great. Okay, and thanks for investing some of your time to teach us these things, and we'll look forward to you joining us next time on Alberta Doctors' Digest. You're welcome.